Previously on Fantastic Worlds Podcast. One tough team toward a sense motive. <laughs> and, and, and a surprising show of not trying to hit on her or anything. Hey, baby, is your bed a little cold? I feel like I could like run on the ceiling right now. I won't try. Oh, yes. So, uh, yes, we should extract this thing and free the husband. Tower of Power, that's Manette's new name. It's so hard. Shave off. <laughs> Some more of that mold she sees on his back. You can't imagine the horror of seeing this thing control you and all you can do is see through your eyes. And I think Odessa normally would be a lot warmer to them, but I think she's fallen back into suspicion land and she's just kind of side-eyeing them both like, okay, you're different. How are you different? We're in a land where everyone's our enemies. What is your deal? Odessa doesn't know that's not culturally appropriate to ask to pet somebody's ears. We saved her husband and this bitch cursed me. <laughs> That's fine. As long as I get my fucking tooth back. As far as the eye can see, fir trees have shed any sign of white and birch trees show fresh signs of fresh new leaves. Hola, world's travelers. I don't know about you folks, but I have been rocking out to everyone's book two playlist. If you have not had a chance to check them out, you can mosey on over to fantasticworldspod.com. We've got a pretty sweet selection and, of course, some nifty articles you can check out in addition to our character sheets. Uh, But enough about our wonderful website. You all have been patiently waiting for some sweet, sweet loot. So after tossing the names of all entries into a bag of holding, the following winners were selected. And in no particular order, we've got Jason Lillis. Jason, you know who you are. We have Connor. Connor, you know who you are. And Fern Gully. Fern Gully, you also know who you are. Congratulations to you, our fantastic world travelers. At your convenience, please reach out via your preferred platform or email us at info at fantasticworldspod.com. We want to make sure you get your prizes uh, sent to you as soon as we can. That way you can enjoy them all the quicker. So from the bottom of all of our hearts, a very sincere thank you and congratulations. Other great news from FWP is we only need nine more reviews to hit our 45 review goal by the end of April. If you've always wanted to write us a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher, but haven't, no better time than the present. Here's one from Wayward Sage via Apple Podcast. Great podcast, great actual play. Really enjoy this podcast. One of my favorite actual plays Hey, thanks, Sage. Much appreciated. We enjoy you as well. Now, on to episode 35, Southern Comfort. Sierra Seratine was considered many things by those who did not know her. Flighty, frivolous, and easily distracted. A person of whimsy. To those who did know her, it was those very things that made her such a devoted cleric of Desna. 
It was that childlike wonder that allowed her to deal with the hardships of the world. Being a follower of Desna does not always come without judgment from others. When her sister and mother died, she stepped up and did what needed to be done. Her father could not wrestle from his grief, but she did not shed a single tear. She saw it as just dealing with what needed to be done. Her dad saw it as her being a monster for seeming so uncaring. Many people believe that followers of Desna are inherently lucky, and thus often sought after for that luck. Sierra saw it more as making the best of any situation. Her faith allowed her to believe that even in the darkest times, good could be found and done. When she wandered into Ulgard, it was already late in the evening. Her body showed visible wear as she was exhausted from the day's travel. But if you asked her, the exhaustion came from a full day of exploring an exciting new land. Sore in muscles, but full in heart, she was looking forward to the wonderful sleep that exhaustion brings. The warm summer's air flowed over her face as she surveyed the town and found it charming in every way. The jolly sounds produced at a nearby tavern, the dog chasing the squirrel through the town, and the best discovery, a storage container used as a small makeshift table for a child's dolls with a small tea set up, no doubt abandoned by the child when she was called in for the night. The small tea set elicited a smile at a Sierra. She picked up the tiny teacup and took a sip of the imaginary tea and did a small curtsy to the dolls, all the time recalling some of the more happy moments of her youth. Sierra continued forward and noticed the center of the town was built around a simple temple. Maybe she could take refuge for the night there? Temples were always more than happy to provide room and board for a few days of help from a cleric of any faith. If Sierra had any doubts that they would lodge her, they were quickly washed away when she saw the butterfly symbol in the arch above the door. This was a temple of Desna, a rare find as most dedications to Desna are often no more than a simple shrine off the road. She knocked at the door and a handsome tall gentleman opened it to greet her. She immediately felt the warmth from his smile. Realizing her faith must have led her here for a reason, she smiled back matching its warmth. A few days here would not be so bad, she thought. What she did not realize at the time is that she had found her home. So when we last left you guys, you uh, had left the worn confines of Fingarth and Silja's home. After a while, you found an unexpected and harsh blizzard, and you kept getting through. It was a little hard, but you made it through. And then suddenly everything stopped, and you found yourself feeling the warmth of the bright sun, and actually the brightness kind of blinding you for a little bit. It's, it's hard to go from dark to light. You know when you're in a dark room and you turn on the lights and you're, you just go, ah! Kind of like that feeling. The skies are clear, and the air grows warmer. Fresh grass is sprouting everywhere. And when you look back behind you, you see a clear line where you see the dense blizzard happening and then where you are in the warm, not summer air, because it's it's still pretty cool, but it's more like a spring, like that's, that first spring where it's probably, you know, maybe 50 or 60 degrees, but you feel the warmth of the sun and you just know that weather conditions have changed. It's kind of that feeling. Fir trees have shed any sign of white. Uh, the birch trees show fresh signs of fresh new leaves. The sounds of rivulets of water and melting snow can be heard everywhere. Abraxas, you see in this area uh, wildlife that does not normally come out of this area. It's almost like they've been in hibernation for as long as the winter. That's how well hidden they've stayed. In fact, you see a rare sight, a Megliosaros, or commonly known to the locals as a giant elk, eating grass slightly off in the distance. Nadia looks over to all you and just, the beast could provide enough meat for the rest of the trip. Uh, don't you think? Odessa's without a coat on, and she's just running around, so... <laughs> Frolicking! I'm just... Fr- <laughs> it, it doesn't even matter that it's probably only, like, 40-ish degrees out. It's the warmest she's been in weeks. So she is 
pleased and you know in in like cartoons where you're like holding someone else's hand and like spinning and it's like <laughs> the aerial view down and there's like flowers everywhere and you're just like frolicking and mm-hmm. spinning around that's her in gym oh that's what they're doing she's not a part I'm- of the conversation she's just happy and it's definitely warmer, you know, even 40 degrees. I, I think it's probably more in the 50s, but 40 oh, degrees yeah, even. Irisin is pretty much always in negative degree temperature. Right. So so mm-hmm. this is a good... So that's really warm uh-huh. for Irisin. Yeah. <laughs> this would have normally been freezing for Odessa. <laughs> yeah, but she's like, it's been negative 15 yeah, no, that's true. for the last two weeks. So this might as well Cold be... Cold has been redefined. 70. <laughs> Abrax's thing is going to be looking between um, Nadia and Odessa. Odessa just kind of keep an eye out on her, only because he knows there's, you know, either snares, animals, you know, kind of just keeping an eye on her that she's not going to run into a beehive or anything like that. And then (laughs) back to Nadia. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) what he's worried about. And uh, thinking about, you know, getting food for the pack. So, um, Nadia, that's. uh, that's a great idea. I think uh, nothing wrong with having some extra provisions. For Pippa's part, she's, you know, th- like this This is nice. It's like a nice reprieve from the blizzard, but she's a little suspicious. <laughs> Why? Why is there this nice, relatively mild spot, like right after a horrible blizzard? Like that doesn't make, it, that doesn't make any logical sense. Um, and so she's going to kind of try to extend sort of her, her magical and her physical senses and try to see what she can pick up about why this might be here. And what, uh, I don't know, would that be like an, an art knowledge arcana roll or dungeoneering? Just roll me a spellcraft. Spellcraft? Yeah. Minette is also very suspicious. So, I mean, could I aid? Like, I think we're both kind of standing there going, what the fuck? Like, why yeah. is this happening? And, and, I, I, and I realized it after I said it. Nadia, it's not, not Nadia isn't surprised by this, but she sees this food source. And as a hunter, it's naturally taken over everything else. She's I, just I think Abraxas is in the same. That's I, I think when he first saw he was, what in the world's going on? And then when he saw some food in the distance, he went into kind of hunt mode himself. I think Odessa just went straight into shock and just like was just like I freaking hate snow. This is the warmest I've been. I'm gonna make flower crown. <laughs> and it's actually stooped down and is making all of us flower crowns. So just be ready for that later. I hate to bust your bubble. There are actually no flower crowns. Too bad. <laughs> There's literally just a little bit of grass on the ground. Grass crowns it is. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 on my spellcraft. I mean, I have a plus 7, so 27 if you want. (laughs) You guys get the sense that there is something magical happening. Being that it is related to nature, it might be something druidic, but that's about all you're picking up from it. Does it feel like dangerous or hostile or just kind of like nature neutral? I I think what it feels like is this may have been what Irisen felt like. 1500 years ago kind so of pre baba yaga yeah it's it, you're almost accessing some kind of maybe there's a little bit of a historical thought that maybe this is what it felt like in this land before um before baba yaga came along bby before baba yaga <laughs> love it before baba yaga <laughs> that's how i'm counting the years oh man <laughs> And you guys are, like, really analyzing the whole thing. Odessa's broken off some tree branches and making, like, <laughs> crowns. <laughs> it's just 
There was no flowers. Dustin robbed me of flowers, but she has not given up. So like bark crowns? Twig crowns. Yeah. <laughs> gonna throw some uh, shoots of grass in yeah. there. Yeah. They're gonna look really green and fancy when she's done. No awesome. Worry. That's exciting. <laughs> the frivolity of Odessa. I think this is probably the most childlike I think all of you have ever seen Odessa, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been... She's she's usually pretty, like, sarcastic and, and like, has her walls up and or is pretty, like, prepared for horribleness to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's almost like if you put her in her worst nightmare and then let her come out of it for a minute that she's she'll actually be happy <laughs> yeah weird <laughs> weird how that happens yeah it's so strange oh i think uh Braxis is gonna approach pippa and uh hey uh, naughty and i are gonna go hunting uh just uh i guess keep an eye on keep an eye on these folks all right you know usually well people i think we ran into this last episode where people see Pippa and they think because she's small, she's a child. Uh-huh. But for Braxis, all his interactions with her is that, you know, she's the the voice of reason in the party, you know, the, the mom friend. Uh-huh. So even if you think, you know, Jess is used to protecting and has been a guardian for a caravan, he sees Pippa as a in-charge person. She's the voice of authority. Yeah. Yep. Leave everybody in charge of the adult here. <laughs> no. <laughs> the adult in the room. <laughs> and I will say one thing is I think Nadia, this is a large creature. So this guy is huge. So oh, huge size? Oh, wait. He's like an actual measurement. He is a large creature. He's a large creature. Oh, okay. Sounds I'm going like to do dinosaur. some this fun bullfight and stuff. Dodge rolling out of the way. Not my strong suit, but I want to do it. <laughs> Be prepared to do it in a grass crown because that's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll weave it right into my hair. No problems. Yeah, so basically it looks like a giant elk, and it is 2,100 pounds. Ooh! Uh, and it takes up t- it takes up a 10-foot space, so it is definitely a large creature. Oh, well, then Braxis oh! is going to draft everybody. He's like, hey, it's been a long time since uh, I, I've hunted with my, my pack. Would you be interested in joining me into the hunt? I think if he had a tail, he'd... His tail would be wagging because he's kind of already thinking about the hunt. Is a uh-huh. when I think a primal thing for him. It means you know a satisfied belly, but also kind of like a fun family thing. His eyes are all <laughs> twinkling. Have you okay. said this somewhere where like Odessa can hear you? Oh, I don't know how how uh, how close you're frolicking. <laughs> I think she would probably. I think she would probably be in earshot. Yeah, I feel like she would probably still be in earshot. I think just because she's happy doesn't mean she's stupid. Uh. So mm-hmm. she would she would probably mm-hmm. stay within like she wouldn't wander too far no. away. Like we just came out of a clearing. We just came into the clearing. The branches are pretty close by. There's probably grass near us. She's probably within like twenty feet. Not so Oh, if not, Jim isn't Jim always as yeah, her and kind Jim of is service. He's just like looking. Maybe around. heard hunting and is like <laughs> tugging at at your ear. Yeah, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. I would be honored. And just to add a little extra interest to it, what? Uh, how would you feel about perhaps getting on its level, if you catch my meaning? Oh, yeah. I think that's a great <gasps> idea. So Pippa, like, lays, a, lays her hand on Abraxas's calf. Oh, is she, like, before she does that, Odessa runs up and puts, like, a crown on his head. She's like, okay, there we go. <laughs> and then, like, drops one on Pippa's head and then, like, reaches up as high as she can and puts one on Manette's head. 
She leans down. <laughs> Minette leans down for the, the ground. <laughs> you were just tall enough that she has to kind of like tippy toe up. <laughs> Pippa's beaming because she loves crowns and tiaras of all types. I mean, it's grass. Like it's, it's, it's a pretty grass and twig crown. She did a good job. <laughs> Nadia gets one too. We all look like Jesus. What about our kids? I love being a princess. <laughs> Only the she can people. make them for them later. <laughs> Those NPCs can bear for themselves. <laughs> All right, I think uh, family crowns. So Braxis is gonna be what towering. Oh no! Well, now he's bigger than or taller than Manette. Then, mm-hmm. whoa! I like that the elk that you've used is like a. Uh, wearing armor that's wow, the cutest yeah. thing i've ever seen i want to be that uh, elk that's my new now character i don't want to kill it anymore <laughs> i was like i wanted to call dibs <laughs> like wait all right i'm gonna charge in and get it much of its attention all of you charge in after and pelt it all right sounds like a plan let's do it go for the throat uh uh manette manette twirls her spear around real cool being fancy <laughs> and gives being him a so nod fancy. and a wink all right, and with that final <laughs> nod, he's going to shift into giant Princess Mononoke wolf. Oh, God, oh yes. <laughs> All I've ever wanted. This is the best day of the podcast. Honestly. <laughs> okay, Abraxas, what'd you get? 16. Manette? 19. Pippa? 12. A whopping 12. Odessa? A uh, 9. Let's see if it perceives you guys. It does not perceive you guys at all. It is too focused on the happiness of grass that it's eating in front of you. You know how long it's been since he's had grass? Oh, now I feel bad. He's never had grass. Why are you making us regret trying to kill this thing? <laughs> Stop humanizing it. Technically, Manette's first in the order, but Abraxas, I think, are you, you're yielding to Abraxas this turn because he wanted to charge it. Yeah, I was going to hold my action until Abraxas goes. And you guys do not have any speed debilitations because you are not in snow. So you can <gasps> actually have full movement for the first time, Yay! I think, ever in this oh show. My God. <laughs> oh, my No, we've... That's accurate. Yeah. We have not had like full because we've also we've done most of our fighting outside. Yep. Abraxas is super stoked and bounds in with hunting speed here and goes charging straight, straight towards the monster elk and it's gonna snap at it. Ooh, 18, nice. 24. And that oh I need I should have brought my two two dice six now because right I'm sure that hits right twenty four that does hit I'm all rolling damage already without asking There's yes four eight fourteen points of damage right at the get go I'm gonna go oh for those my. tasty oh my tasty God. haunches oh I forgot I'm a wolf I'm gonna go for a trip I know it gets a oh. bonus because it's uh four legged yes. but I'm gonna try to bring it down. That's a that's a twenty four also on the CMB. Uh, oh, CMB, CMB. Uh, Was it CMD? Do I beat it? It's CM. It's CMD is twenty five. So oh, oh so close. Yeah. I tugged it, but okay. I'm so used to smaller game, or I'm bigger, <laughs> so it threw off my balance. <laughs> You're a little ungainly. Like <laughs> that would have been sweet if I brought it down on that first round. Uh huh. I know that would have been amazing. that would have been amazing. And that ends Abraxas' turn. Still with a little twinkle in his eye, he's like in the zone. Okay, so what do... Okay, that ends Abraxas' turn. Manette, you're up. All right, all right, Manette is going to come rushing forward. She 
gonna do her full movement. Um, should I do a double move and flank it? Yeah, I think I'm gonna double move and flank it. And I'm sure, so I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do it out here. I don't know if it has reach out to here, but I'll take that chip risk. Uh, it does not have reach. Oh. So you lucked out. Okay. okay. It is the Megliosaurus, Megliosaurus's turn. It gets back up on its hind legs and just comes down with both both hooves at you, Abraxas. Bring it. I'm just growling. That's I'm trying hit. to get all the aggro. And it's hitting you with two separate attacks with its hooves. Uh, and both hit with ease. Oh, yeah, my AC is crap right now because of the charge. Is it? Are there hooves silver, Dustin? Not that they are not. You, yeah, you see these silver, these silver horseshoes are attached. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all, the, all the animals uh, have been uh, got horseshoes that are made of silver. It's just an irisant yeah, thing. Typical practice of the, the witches because they like to make sure their wolves can't eat. Their wolves can't eat anything. <laughs> Hashtag ears So, yeah, so he attacks me with the, the two hooves, and you take 11 points of damage from the hooves, and then he's going to gore you. So he gets down on his giant antlers, and these things are as big as Manette. They're that huge. And he hits as well with that. The 11 points of damage, was that total, or did you, is the hooves one attack, or is it one attack and one attack? One attack, one attack. Oh, they totaled 11? Yeah, they didn't bite past DR, unfortunately. <laughs> However, I'm just shrugging off the kicks like they're nothing. You take 22 points of damage. It basically hits you with its antlers and like lifts you up and slams you into the ground. Ouch. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's pretty amazing. It's, it's Godzilla versus Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> and the blood sprays on the snow. On the grass. On the grass. Battle. Pippa, it is your turn. Pippa is going to take this opportunity to use her icicle wand. She's never used it before, so she and also I, I, ice spear isn't a spell that she normally is able to do. So she's really excited to kind of experiment uh, on this very large creature. So Pippa waves this like this icicle wand, which, like if you recall, it just looks like a sharpened icicle itself, uh, in the direction of this elk. And this like ten foot long spear of ice just juts up out of the ground directly underneath where the creature's belly would be. And Dustin, you get a DC 14 reflex save for half. And he, yeah, I think he feels it starting to come up and he actually jumps straight up in the air, uh, which is pretty weird to see. Agile mofo. So it does not go into him as much as it could have. And how much does he take for half? Okay, so he takes four points of damage from that. And then it's also... It's 2d6 of piercing damage, and then it's also 2d6 points of cold damage. Ooh, this thing's flipping awesome. It's it's a great wand. Um, That was an eight, so four. Okay. So he takes four points of piercing damage and four four points of cold damage. Okie dokie. That was some pretty serious damage there, Piva. I like this wand. That wand is cool. (laughs) It's a good wand. (laughs) He is looking hurt, but he is still up for sure. It is your turn now, Odessa. I actually am going to take a uh, little jaunt over to the left there so that Abraxas isn't in my line of sight. She's just going to shoot at him. She's going to pull out her gun, aim real careful, and not scatter because they're going to try and eat it. So just with that one single bullet, that is 19 against touch. That is definitely a hit. That is 11 points of damage to our Elkie friend. So she just Mm -hmm. aims and she hits him. Probably like the shoulder or 
neck area. He goes into his shoulder and he kind of, it definitely hurts. He yelps out in pain, but oh, he is still- Oh, I have a lot of regret suddenly. <laughs> He's, uh, but he is okay. Uh, and it is Nadia's turn. Nadia steps up and pulls back and fires at him with her composite longbow. She misses. Damn it, Aww, Nadia, no. Nadia, come on. Pull out that BAMF, you know, stuff that you were doing. <laughs> come on, Dustin. Pippa does that thing from Office Space. What exactly would you say your job is? <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's been flipping a champ. Wow. I know. Well, you have one job, Nadia, times. is to freaking fire at food. Remember, she became a drooling mess in the pyramid at first, though. We were like, oh, oh Nadia, yeah, you're useless until she critted Nadia. like three times. What exactly would you say you do here? <laughs> and that ends Nadia's turn. She's she's disappointed. Sad. She's gonna go into depression now because you guys are so mean to her. That was all a joke. Wow, <laughs> that was in character voice. And time for round two. It is Manette's turn. Manette is going to finally, after having sprinted over and behind this elk, take her first swing, and it's gonna be oh so delicious. A big swipe at his hind quarters. It's gonna be the first twenty of the day. Yes. I got a twenty-two. <laughs> a twenty-two is a hit, but barely. Oh, I did. I it. The suspense was killing me. I know that was not my best roll, but at least it made it. Here we go. Ten damage. You stick its spear. It's facing Abraxas, so you kind of, kind of try to you take advantage of the maybe the tear that Pippa had given with the icicle, and you just stab up with your spear, and you hit right into the heart, and it falls to the ground. As it yelps in pain, two wards pop out from rallying. They've been stalking this prey for several days and realize it's too big for them, but for some reason they think that maybe Abraxas might be allied with them, I guess, maybe. And so they pop out because their prey has finally fallen. Manette spins on them and starts yelling to try and scare them off. Like, ugh! Because she just took it down, so maybe they'll be afeard. <laughs> they do not back down. What if I do an intimidate check? How about that? Uh, you didn't do a move action, so go ahead. 22. I would say one of them is in the shaking condition. Damn it. If only I could... Be diplomatic with them. I have a plus 10 to that, but only a plus 3 to intimidate. Isn't that weird? (laughs) That is kind of strange. (laughs) A little bit. It makes sense for my history, but not for my current condition, which is scary warrior badass. Scarier warrior badass. Mm -hmm. I get a cool uh, plus 4 when dealing with wolfy stuff. Like we're handling animal or even diplomacy. Well, yell at them to back the fuck up off our food. I know, I'm like, this is my kill. Yeah, see that spear? That belongs to my party, not to y'all. <laughs> you look at their bodies, Abraxas, and they are very anemic. Like, they haven't had food in a while. This is kind of a life or die situation for them. That's the reason why they're kind of getting in on it. Um, but because they kind of, they're trying to scare you away. They're just both... Um, gonna hold their turn they're just try- you can tell they're just trying to scare you away uh and abraxas it's your turn abraxas is conflicted wargs are evil things mm-hmm. evil characters oh but unlike a paladin that's not necessarily like a deal breaker for him it's also not uh, a deal breaker if you can talk me into it i know i i abraxas knows the minute Manette's gonna do a scan on them or recognizes them as wargs because they really are well she would have evil to re- she would have to recognize that they were 
that's the thing. I don't yeah. know that I would. All right, I think Abraxas is gonna pull. A, I'm the alpha wolf here. Y'all wait your flipping turn. Okay, roll me a diplomacy. Dip- okay. And I add a plus three because you are so big. Your barks are just gonna echo. Oh. Okay, so that's a that's a twenty-four total. I'm the boss here, bitches. <laughs> Oh! They immediately recognize the alpha in the room, so to speak, and they uh, sit on their butts and kind of come to attention. I think I'm going to, since I'm so big, I'm going to just grab a haunch, like a leg, and just tear it off and throw it at them. They bite into it and uh, they drag it away. Look at that. We didn't have to fight them. Beautiful. Look at us being all diplomatic. <laughs> Good job. Of a, of a, I mean, of a certain kind of diplomacy. <laughs> He's like, oh man, they didn't know how close they were. For Manette to just spear him down just for being evil. I know. Well, <laughs> just for being evil. Yeah. Oh. The crime of your evilness. Oh, how they were just evil. Exactly. Oh, they were only evil. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. I love it. Wolf, wolfy diplomacy. See, I think because uh, I think he's just gonna. I'm gonna stand where they were, and just kind of stand. Just until they're out of sight. And pee a little bit. You're protecting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he is. This is my area, so I am actually going to mark my area Yeah, he's, he's basically protecting them from me because I... Yeah, he's probably right that I would be looking around like, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> so you guys now have a large beast that doesn't quite have the amount of meat you had. It's like an organ trail situation. You've killed 10,000 pounds of meat, but you can only take back three. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but you guys have bags so, of holding, so you could actually probably take most of it. That's true. Yes. Well, and then whatever we don't eat, the worst can come back and eat. So. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So Nadia starts breaking down the meat uh, and, and packaging it for the trip. Uh, she she actually wanders real quick and grabs some snow <laughs> in the blizzard to come back out. So that's she has some ice say. to pack it. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Get out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and now you guys have a giant... Large size Magliaceros rug. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, do an extended skinning perfect. scene like in, when I do Red Dead Redemption. I'm crying. Oh, God. God, those go on for so long. <laughs> Skin all the animals. Now, Braxis is going to take his share early. Another haunch. Just tear it up. Get some of that hit points back from that uh, hit gore. That's right. That gore was brutal. You deserve it. Was it was a brutal gore. That was intense. Yeah. Good fucking work, dude. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he's still a little bruised because it didn't recover his full hit points because he gets a diet. Wait, diet plus four plus five. If you need, oh, he gets a diet plus five when he does that. If you need any extra, I'm gonna slap you in the butt with some hit points. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like good. I think he's ball. gonna like the bruises for him okay. are kind of like macho. Like, yeah, I, I took that thing down. Yeah, yeah, you did, <laughs> Pippa. That was amazing. Being that huge, <laughs> that was so cool. But to watch. Praxis takes the horns and he does that thing like uh, how the Grinch stone Christmas when he puts the oh, horns yeah. on the dog. <laughs> I do want them. Those horns reindeer, cool. Braxis. To craft into something. I have to clean all this blood off my spirit. <laughs> You're probably about two hours into your day. Two to three hours. So it's probably like maybe about noon. So I mean, you probably eat some food. Enjoy some of this elk meat. I think at this point, Adessa would probably be changing the dressing on the brand on the back of her neck because they're out in the wilderness and skin is gross especially burns so i think she would be trying to like change it 
without actually being able to see anything. But I feel like she's kind of been trying to do it on her own up to this point because everyone's been hangry and just kind of shitty to each other. So she's just been like, no, I'm fiercely independent. Jim, help me. And he gets like his silly little felty hands stuck to the tape that's like holding it on. It's just a nightmare. Oh my god. So she's trying to do it again alone out of sheer stubbornness at this point because she can never ask for help. She doesn't actually, I think, know how. <laughs> I think at this point, Abraxas is gonna just peek over. He's finishing, you know, like kind of licking up, you know, cleaning up after uh, the battle. Or he's going to just shake his head and uh, get his, um, you know, the medical kit, his little um, healing kit out of the bag and just plop down right next to uh, Odessa crisscross applesauce. All right, that's 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 enough of that. I've got some clean cloths right here. Let's uh, put your head down here. Let's let's take a look at that. Right. Fine. Uh, Thank you. I keep getting it caught um, in my hair, and I just have pink hair caught in this band. I don't even think it's sticky anymore. <laughs> I I know the pain and discomfort of having things stuck in your fur. <laughs> uh, let's let's remedy that. Uh, he's gonna take a bowl out. Um, he's gonna create water so that way it's nice and clean. So he'll do that once to kind of kind of wash up. You know, throw it out, create again, um, and again just kind of peel gingerly. Um, he's been keeping up with, um, he, he's used to, I think, from his, not only his training, traveling with a group and on his own as part of his travels, doing Druidy stuff, he's, you know, mended, he's done Disney princess, mend the animal, you know, <laughs> mending animals when he's not eating them. Um, so he's been, he's, he's pretty knowledgeable about, uh, healing um, and you know, basic first aid. So his, uh, his. I'm picturing his. Um, oh my gosh, I can't talk. His healer's kit is now a combo, so it's the one that they looted from somewhere. But I think he's been augmenting it slowly as he's been teaching Manette how to identify plants, and has been collecting different herbs and what have you. Maybe he's got some aloe, and so he's going to use a mix of what's provided as far as in the medical kit for ointment and also kind of natural home remedy so i'm picturing him putting a nice cooling solve on very gingerly and he takes a very careful kind of like tender uh tender mode you know versus his recent charge at the elk <laughs> so it's a very different thing for him where he, he again he's taking his time um and checking in with Jim, he sees Jim now as you know a member of the party, not a tool. Or but now it's it's an extension Aww. of Odessa, so he's having little conversations like, "Oh, you know, hold, hold down right there," and uh, just kind of finishes up, um, making sure it's nice and neat, clean, uh, disinfected, and um, you know that way it doesn't give her that much discomfort. I think. I think you're all all set now. She. Uh... You did great. <laughs> puts her hair back and <sighs> thank you Abraxas it's, it's honestly been kind of hard to, to care for with it being on the back of my neck and all I can't really see it so Jim's been helpful but you know he's doesn't actually have fingers he just kind of has thumbs and then like mitten hands so it, it's just been it's been hard thank you I really appreciate it feels much better I should have been taking a look at that much earlier I, 
Ugh, oh, let my stomach distract me. I think we all are letting our stomachs distract us and all the things that we've been avoiding thinking about are now just there. We're thinking about them, so... I'll give you a little tap when it's time to to take a look at that again. Nat throws her hands up. She's like, I've always, I'm right here. I'm always right here. No. <laughs> I literally have a god. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think Odessa would like side eye her and looks back at Abraxas and it's just like, all those things that you just weren't thinking about. Now you're thinking about them again. And just like, hunkers <laughs> down and it's just like, good god. <laughs> and then she's like, mm, yeah, she probably doesn't want me to touch her. That's <laughs> I don't think that's Pippa's like awkwardly patting Manette in the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Braxis is gonna look between them and just lean in really close to Odessa's. You know what? I just a bite in the ear that'll do the trick. (laughs) That's what's missing here. (laughs) Then he blushes a little bit and kind of backs backs away. But I I picture he he, like really just kind of like eight like centimeters. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bite in the ear. <laughs> Adessa's whole face turns red. Her, like, Adessa becomes Jess, where, like, from her hairline <laughs> into her chest, <laughs> it's just red. She's like, I I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, well. <laughs> he gives a little pat on the leg and gets up packing up the healer's kit. <laughs> and I <laughs> singing to us, la, 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 la. <laughs> I guess I totally misread that one. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little animal attraction there. <laughs> animal magnetism. Odessa's just like looking at Abraxas and then like side eyeing Manette and looking back and she's just like in her head like. <laughs> just wants to go die in the snow now. It's fine. <laughs> you see, you, Abraxas, you turn around and you see Odessa walking without her coat towards the snow. <laughs> a little steam. Nadia finishes breaking down uh, the giant beast, uh, packing up. You've helped Odessa uh, through uh, her injury uh, and among other things. And uh, you start moving through the lands. I think it's a good three miles. You go across this lush green land and you guys keep moving through, kind of enjoying it. Uh, it's about, about probably, it probably takes about another hour or two to get towards the other side. And you see the wall of snow once again popping up. No, please. <laughs> oh, you know, and now that they uh, have been traveling for a while, you know, his, his hunger stated. Nadia didn't store all the meat. He has some of them so he could do it again. He just grazes throughout the day. <laughs> I think now it's spaced out longer because he's used to not eating. So he has to get Ooh. back in the habit of grazing. <laughs> but I think at this point, he's going to also investigate, you know, what's causing this break in the weather. You definitely feel like it's something to do with the druids. You know that. This is mm. this is something that you can't really place it. And it's about that time you hear this loud rawr behind you. And oh, God. the thing is, is that rawr sounds familiar. Like you have heard that before. And you just... You, oh, no. You know that, that thing where you like in the back of your head, you're like, I know that that voice. That's kind of where it's mm-hmm. just like, it's like, where do I know that voice from? Like when you watch a movie with voice actors kind of thing? Oh, Is that what you're talking yeah. about? I think it's more like a familiar of this is somebody in my past that I just don't remember kind of thing. Oh, weird. Okay. Mm. You all see a large bear slowly approach towards you. Um, 
And I think Nadia immediately starts to grab a bow, and maybe all of you, maybe not Abraxas, but all of you start to get like ready to like fight this bear. Uh, and as the bear slowly approaches, each step forward, it slowly changes shape until you see this broad shouldered muscular man. He has a long handlebar mustache. He's kind of has some little some gray flakes in his hair and throughout his his mustache. And all of a sudden you hear, as I live and breathe, if it's not the endlessly charming Abraxas Hillrunner. You see a fondness for Abraxas reflected back in his eyes. Almost as quick as it's there, he snaps out of it and he looks over at the rest of you. Pardon me, where are my manners? I am Archdruid Pikel Moonsun. It is a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Doing the back and forth look thing. We're all looking yeah. at him, looking at Abraxas, looking at him. <laughs> I think Odessa caught in this like... I've been trained to do this, so I'm would do like kind of like uh, not a full bow, but like a very respectful like half bow, and would just be like, "Am I doing this right? <laughs> Is that what you do?" <laughs> Darling, around here we give hugs, and he goes and gives you a literal bear hug and lifts no. you off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does not like that. Her whole body is rigid. Like, you know when you see, like, the cartoons where cats touch water yes. and all of their hair just, like, gets spiky and weird? That's her whole body. She's just like... <laughs> I think a Abraxas will switch to Druidic and just put his hand on his shoulders. It's like, uh, not, not everyone has, uh... Yeah, different boundary. They don't. They don't all sniff each other at uh, first greeting. There. Hey, I'll take a hug. <laughs> this one. This one. You can. You just, other than this one, you can hug that Slips one away. <laughs> this guy towers over you. He's probably like a seven foot. Oh, she's loving that. She's so into that. <laughs> and he picks you up, armor and all, and lifts you off the ground too, and just hugs you tight. This is the best day of my life. Odessa's <laughs> hiding behind Abraxas. <laughs> Don't let that man touch me again, please. <laughs> Big man, no hutch. And before he can turn, like, before he can put Manette down and turn towards Pippa to do maybe the same to her, Pippa just sticks her arm up, like, in between them <laughs> to avoid, like, any kind of, like, picking her up sort of situation. Smart. <laughs> and <laughs> pleasure to make your acquaintance. A beauty such as yours is one for the ages, and he kisses your uh, the top part of your hand. Oh, she loves that. <laughs> Her cheeks get all pink, and she's like, "Well, oh my." <laughs> I forgot how you've always been really good with people, <laughs> except for Odessa, so who disarmed him immensely. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget you, Abraxas? And he comes and he gives you a hug, but it's not like the around the hair bug hair. It's like the down on the grabbing his ass hug, like kind of hug. <laughs> and he pulls it down. I missed you so much. <laughs> it's been a long time. Like, huh? My God. <laughs> I think he's getting a little, he's getting a little red himself. <laughs> I think Odessa is just taking turns hiding behind each of them as he goes around like, nope, we're getting contact and now I'm over. Can't really hide behind Pippa, but it's just like standing as out of this giant behemoth man's reach. She's like, he already touched me once. He's not doing it again. Uh, Jim Jim jumps up on into his arms and gets a hug from, from him. No, he does not. Jim is not that kind of teddy bear. <laughs> he ain't that kind of bear. He's the anti-cuddle teddy bear. 
Remember, they share like a telepathic connection. If Odessa is uncomfortable, Jim is uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, what? What brings you around these parts? I was just gonna ask the same thing. Uh, what are you doing up here this far north? You've been traveling through my work. Don't you like it? The lush green just makes you want to sit on a porch with a glass of tea or lemonade and just sit back and enjoy the warm day. Pippa kind of sighs because <laughs> that actually, that re- that reminds her of working at her father's inn. And it's just, Aww. she's like, that does sound nice. <laughs> Wait, you, you this did is, this? This is you? You brought the your, warm? Yeah. Well, me and my order. We're, uh, Abraxid would call us a little a bit of an orthodox group of druids. We want uh, to bring Irisin back to where what, what it was before the times of Baba Yaga. She's a powerful, powerful woman, so there's not much we can do. But every once in a while, we can give small little patches of land and turn them back to the pristine style they once were. BBY, if you will. <laughs> Jess will make this canon. <laughs> I'm gonna make fetch happen. <laughs> make fetch happen. You know what didn't work with the blowgun? It's not gonna work with BB. It will. <laughs> um, Odessa just kind of like looks him up and down, and she's just like, "Okay, I guess I like you if you can bring warm weather. That's fine." <laughs> Accepted. <laughs> well, this is a nice, uh, nice bit of spell work. Uh, you know me; I'm always uh, prefer the cold, but uh, it's it's nice work. Well, thank you for that kindness, Abraxas. I really appreciate it. So there are more of you. Well, they've all moved on. Unfortunately, these don't last too long. Uh, either Baba Yaga's witches come and tear them down, or they just kind of wear out over time. But Ah, this one's lasted longer than most. Uh, it's been up for about two weeks, and uh, it's been—it's definitely a work of art. It's great to see nature as it should be. Well, if it's the will—if it's the will of the world—it'll uh, be restored. But uh, Abraxas, normally, of, of course, isn't the social guy. But you guys have noticed he's just—he's having a, a hard time finding the word. He's like stumbling over his words a little bit more than normal. So, um. He's getting uh, some major side eye from Pippa. You know, uh, know each other. You seem. Um, she kind of like eyes Abraxas out of the corner of her eye, and she's like, "Seem like you boned." He's like, he's like, we were lovers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, there it is. <laughs> well, when Abraxas was just a a new pup coming into the order and learning how to be a druid, I was just finishing my last year. It was a summer love. And you'd see this, like, stars in his eyes and, like, this, you know, that whimsical faraway look. Ah, uh, that that man could do. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for my impertinence. I don't mean to be so about, so to speak. Uh, Pippa, as a follower of Calistria, actually is, like, like she's got this huge shit-eating grin staring at Abraxas. <laughs> right now, it's not like, oh, Abraxas. I always knew you had it. I think Odessa has completely written him off as somewhat asexual, and it's just like I'm so confused. Her entire perception of Abraxas as a human slash wolf has just totally shattered. I need fan art now. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. That was a good summer. <laughs> Just quietly off to the side. Pico like notices the kind of odd silence that Abraxas is given. He's like, "Well, well, what brings you through this land? It's not every day I see 
You obviously are not from these parts. <laughs> Pippa's like uh, nervously say. tugging down her sleeve. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we we fell into this land. Have you heard of the uh, portals that have been sprouting all over Galarian, I believe? I heard some rumors. Are they true? Yes, they are true. The witches are using some, uh, taking advantage of the ley lines that run through the world to open these portals. They wanted to spread the winter everywhere. And again, as I said, I'm a big fan of winter and I enjoy the cold, but uh, definitely was throwing everything out of balance. So we entered through the Taldor uh, portal and shut it down. But uh, there's more amiss here. The... This country has gone even more out of balance. There's a power struggle with the witches. So we are here to correct that imbalance. Yeah, well, that seems like quite a task. I can't think of any finer. And he looks you up and down. Oh, God. Person to, <laughs> person to carry out that task. Well, are, are you heading to White Throne then? Yes, any any word, any, uh, what's the word in the lands? I, I try to stay pretty far, far away from the cities, you know me, I like to stay close to the land. But, uh, here, and he passes you over this, uh, token, this silver token. You, you're, you're gonna want to seek out the heralds of Summer's Return. Uh, they're, they're gonna be the ones that, uh, can probably help you. Uh, Nadia actually agrees, like, she's, she's like... Oh, that's 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 who my my husband was accused as being part of that group, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, my darling, we've lost many. We gotta bring this place back to where it was, and let the land feel the summer once again. That's part of why we do this. You know, this this land is hurting. Imagine being stuck in snow for centuries, never being able to feel warmth ever again." This poor land is suffering. It needs to be set free. I mean, I can't argue with you on that. Snow is the worst. <laughs> I, I I don't want to be wasting too much more of your daylight. I know how the days are going, but it was a pleasure seeing you. It was good seeing you, and hopefully we'll uh, run into each other for the next uh, moot of ages. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope you had a good a good solstice. I I had a pleasant Aww. solstice. Um, we had a nice choice of carrots and other root vegetables all roasted well. Good meat. <laughs> yeah, it's it. in, yeah. in moderation. <laughs> <laughs> he ignores the comments. He's like, yeah, well, I guess it should be off. And he turns to walk away. Uh, and uh, same thing kind of happens. He starts taking steps, but instead of turning into a bear, he turns into a raven and then flies off. Oh, he's got two shapes. He's He must be very skilled. You and I, or as a group, I honestly <laughs> don't care. I'm just saying we need to talk about this. <laughs> I have. He knows his way around in ears, all I can say. <laughs> Before we start walking, I'm, Manette gives him a high five. <laughs> and then just keeps going. She's like, noise. <laughs> noise. So I think you guys finally get Once everybody stops staring at Abraxas with their jaw on the ground, I think uh, everybody starts heading into the storm. 
same thing, you know, you, you probably have like about an hour of like rough blizzard and then it kind of normalizes back into it and you're back in the snowy hellscape that Odessa loves so much. So good. <laughs> and guys traveling along, um, I think kind of wandering around, you got some time to kill. Does anybody have anything to do while they're... I'm guessing that Pippa is back up on Abraxas' back because the snow's deep again. Yeah, and uh, she is so not going to waste this opportunity to tease him when he cannot talk back. Oh, God, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I think she she probably does actually want to hear back from him. She's going to go ahead and activate that other jewel, that the other red jewel in her comb, and uh, (laughs) kind of connect to Abraxas mind to mind, just be like, so he seems skillful (laughs) he he seems large (laughs) and two shapes well as uh, he's always been very talented um, (laughs) but as archdruid he has access to uh, greater powers archdruid huh look at you (laughs) well uh, he wasn't an archdruid at the time but well, well, well along. <laughs> so, you know, when you were spending time with him, uh, was it only as man? <laughs> well, uh, it just really depended on my mood for the day, I suppose. He's, <laughs> he's always been very accommodating. Oh, yeah. He's very, very kind, very thoughtful. <laughs> I'm sure he was very given as a friend. <laughs> Truly a generous spirit. <laughs> Making things all warm. <laughs> I feel like Manette and Odessa can hear only your half of the conversation. And I think we're they're like elbowing oh God, each other so- like... <laughs> Just laughing as silently as they can, but like pointing and like elbow. Clearly, yeah. Absolutely not silent. We're not good at hiding it. Especially not Manette. She is not subtle about this. She's loving it. (laughs) So and then also I think Pippa's like momish friend tendencies are gonna kind of like also kick in a little bit of just kind of like, do you think, you know, if if circumstances meant that you could if you know we survive this and whatnot and we get to go home as heroes do you think he'd find that impressive oh i think his ears (laughs) and his tail would give him away as he's thinking (laughs) i i think he would yeah (laughs) yeah i think that would uh i think he would find that uh this is a worthy, worthy quest and a worthy undertaking to the betterment of Galarian and the natural world. He's so wise. I'm sure he would too. Would that be something you want? Our, uh, our, I mean, he seems very impressive. Our work usually has us travel, but I wouldn't lie. My wolfy tendencies are more to uh, nest up and have a nice den. But, uh, uh, tis the nature of the calling. Uh, my work is gonna keep me traveling for a good while, but all the better for for the people of Galarian and the creatures of Galarian. I'm, I find that a worthy sacrifice. Well, I can't, I can't argue with that. Being that you and I are on the same quest right now, but I don't know. 
Perhaps. I think it's important to to make room make room for the possibilities of personal dreams. Well, perhaps my work will be done in time. There's a season for all things, a season for rest as well. Yeah. You can travel around with other people. I mean, you're doing it right now. You could travel with him, maybe. That's that's true. Our work does overlap. I think at this point, Odessa would just, like, kind of, not, like, really loud, but, like, at speaking volume, would start singing the, like, Abraxas and, what was his name? How do you say that? Pykel? Pykel. Abraxas and Pykel, sitting in a tree. First comes. It wasn't love, but it was something. As you guys continue on the journey and you're laughing, you're kind of having a good time. In fact, I think this is probably the first time since been in Arison where you're, maybe you guys are actually having a really good time laughing and stuff because you've been hungry for the last six days. It's, it's you know, things are kind of restoring back to normal. You see what must have been the place of a small town or village uh, prior to the Winter War. Most of the buildings are little more than piles of snow-covered stones um, with crumbled sections of their walls rising from the ruins. The sun begins to fall, and you see a structure that might offer some temporary shelter uh, inside a walled circular courtyard with an arch at the entrance. A smooth stone circle engraved with the outline of a butterfly is mounted above the doorway. You see two young clerics approach, at first a little confused. The woman gives you a warm smile. She looks and she's like, hello children. Run along and play, and gestures over to the courtyard. You look over and see translucent children in the courtyard. There must be 20 to 30 of them, crying out. One girl is dragging a doll behind her, yelling for her mom as tears run down her cheeks. Uh, A group of children hiding behind a a small crate. And suddenly, ghostly trolls and giants enter the churchyard, snatching them up one by one. The children's fear and dread washes all over you. At the same time, you hear behind you, Wait, you're not the children. You see the skin of the former priests slowly wither away as their mouths hang open and scream. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production. I am so unhappy. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Amy Hankinson for writing the uh, wonderful theme song. That's a horrible turn. Sirenscape for use of sound effects we and music. We were having so much fun. Why did you make it the this wonderful way? Of, winter adventure path <laughs> and all your listeners. horny to horrible. <laughs> Until next oh, no. week, I'm Dustin Alexander. You can reach me. You There's... can reach all of us on Twitter and our Instagram. For me, it's at Dustin Alexander. Oh, I think from horny to horrible <laughs> should be the title of this episode. <laughs> 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 and, I'm Abby. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Bonanza Famine. Uh, this is Angel. You can reach me at Espinoza916. Uh, this is Kay, and you can reach me at She's Lady Macbeth. This is Jess. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hank the Clank. Please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow us and share on social media. If you do share, use the hashtag WorldsTraveler so we can thank you for spreading the word. Your support makes a huge difference. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures.
And I'm hearing the music from the intro to Never Ending Story. <gasps> do, yes. do, do. I don't know how it goes. I don't know the lyrics. I don't know. Never ending story. La 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 la. Wow, this has got those are the lyrics. La la la. Turn away. You're the apple of my eye. No, I don't know how it goes. Oh, initiative. Oh no, I got distracted by never ending story. Jeez. Ooh. Why does he have like a plantation owner accent? Yeah. I thought that was my thing. You. About it's a kindred spirit. I'm accessing my inner foghorn leghorn for this. Yeah. Just so oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, I do declare. <laughs> well, I do declare. I think oh, you're also from down home. Pasar. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, are you downstairs? <laughs> Is that the little treat ball? Can you grab that for me? Sorry, I, I forgot about it. I bought Trixie a little treat ball. Aww. I didn't know they existed, by the way. I was looking for something online and they yes. popped up. For someone who doesn't like cats, you sure buy a lot of things for your cat. He secretly loves her. Well, I think they're cool. I wish I had a treat ball that I can <laughs> knock around and <laughs> drops like oh, I don't having a scene now. gummy bears. We should getting a Braxis a treat <laughs> yes, ball. I was just about to say that. It's like a puzzle oh, inside. There's a like we need to get him a puzzle treat ball. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. Uh, okay. Um, 